many reasons. I said this is a red alert gospel we have here today. In the code of canon law, the supreme canon of the church is salvation of souls. Everything else pales in comparison. There are two supreme passages of scripture, I would say, that are screaming how to avoid hell. And we must heed them. Matthew 25, if you remember the judgment of the nations. You did not feed me, Jesus said to the person. When did I see you that I could feed you? When you didn't do it for the least of my brothers, you did not do it for me. Go off to eternal torment. That's, a, that's the other of the screaming red alerts that we have. So then we hear today, the rich man. Notice he doesn't even have a name. Not even a name for this rich man. Lazarus has one. He tripped over Lazarus's hunger every day. In both of these passages of scripture, the horrifying thing that stands out, no forgiveness was offered. In Matthew, Jesus gave him, depart from me. Today, after the rich man even begs, Abraham responds with a big no. Nothing we can do here. The chasm is just too large between us. And then the rich man begs for the souls of his brothers. Send the dead man to, like Lazarus back. They're going to repent. And Abraham tells him, no, they're not going to repent. They have Moses and the prophets to listen to. They have to listen to them. In the same way with Jesus' death and resurrection, if we don't listen to his words, who else are we going to listen to? The good news for us in this scripture is that these incidents are post-death. Just two weeks ago, we heard the prodigal son, another of the amazing parables Jesus uses. The prodigal son. We hear the immense forgiveness opportunities of God. But today, there's a time limit on that. Time limit on the forgiveness. When we have died, it is over. We have better have asked for forgiveness. The rich man today, we heard he had some advantages in his life. He wore the best clothing. He ate the best foods. Bottom line is he had the world. Now in his death, he has nothing. Not even a name. Just regret and torment. What was his crime? It's not exactly clear. He might have been a nice guy for all we know. But it's certainly implied by that first parable I told you about. Luke or Matthew. The judgment of the nations. You didn't feed me when you saw me. That was his crime. We call them sins of omission in the church. Far greater than our sins of commission. What this rich man lacked was a, an awareness of the human struggle because he had it all. He didn't even see it. didn't even occur to him that this guy needed help because he stepped over him every day. If we can't alleviate suffering, human suffering in our life, we're going to have trouble. Lazarus was too weak 
to shoo the dogs off him. Reminds me of the commercials I saw when I was a kid. They're raising money for children starving in Africa. These flies would come and just sit on their face. Too weak to shoo them off. Those commercials left a scar on me. We can accept the words of the one risen from the dead or not. There won't be excuses, according to Abraham, who was conversing with the rich man. For if so many believe, everyone can believe. It's an act of the will. It's an act of faith. Like there's something bigger than us. That's God, of course. Will we listen to one who has risen from the dead? His words are in all of our homes. Hopefully they're not collecting dust on the coffee table. Do we read them? Do we listen to them? Do we let those pages affect our hearts? Those are the hard questions. But it's better to listen to them now than listen to them like the rich man was listening to them post-death in torment. Like the prodigal son, he came to ask forgiveness. He had time to fix it. We have time to fix everything in our lives. But how much time? Jesus blesses us. He blessed us. We live here. It's a blessing. Do we see the words in the gospel? Or do we take what is ours and be glad and tuck it away? Nowhere in the gospel will you ever hear Jesus say, take what you can get and then store it away. Matter of fact, he's got another parable that says something totally opposite. The rich man, he had many possessions. I said, I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones to put all my stuff. What did God say to him? He called him a fool. For tonight, your life is demanded of you. Tough talking today. Jesus always puts us on the spot in one way or another. He's talking to the Pharisees today in the gospel. They were well off. And if we're well off, it can be any one of us. Compared to the beggar who would have eaten garbage off the floor, we're in pretty good shape. The Gospel of Luke always refers to food, dining in some way, the scraps. See, meals are central to our lives. It's where we build community, where we build family. Meals we learn to be close, extended family, church family. We share many meals together, the Eucharist every Sunday. It's the basis for closeness and intimacy in civilization, when the poor man has no one to share a meal with, he's cut off from the community. He becomes the outcast. That's why we have important work in the church. Food pantry, whatever it is. Just reaching out to the lonely. Part of our tithing dollars, always reach out to homeless shelters, the poor and to slam the door in the poor man's basic needs of food was criminal to Jesus. The poor man became a non-human being. That's why this is the gospel of Red Alert. It should spark our attention. 
We call it the sin of omission, as I've said. It's an important thing always to remember the things we have failed to do in our lives. Because that brings on the harshest judgment of Jesus in the Gospels. If we have ears to hear, let us hear. Jesus says that. That's why the church is always pleading for funds. There will always be the poor with us. It's an exhortation to act out the commands of Jesus. And it's never going to end. It's never going to end. Jesus says, as long as I'm gone, there will be the poor. Kind of a test for us. Are we alert? Are we alert? This is one of those heavy-duty gospels we just can't shrug off. We need to always be listening to those words of Jesus.